Yeah, welcome and welcome back to another episode of the Format Podcast. Got a pretty good show for you here today. Man, John Morant, John Morant, John Morant. We're going to get into that. But before we do, you know what time it is. If you're here on YouTube and you haven't already, please go ahead, click that subscribe, that like, and that notification bell so you can be made aware whenever new episodes come out and you can stay up to date with this content that we're bringing you. If you want the audio-only version of the podcast, go ahead, open up your audio podcast platform, hit the search bar, type in the Format Podcast, do a little search. We should come right up. If you enjoy the content, please make sure you give us that thumbs up or that five-star review. Make sure you share the podcast with other sports fans you like or that you know that might like the content and uh, want to hear a different voice and a different viewpoint than what they hear on a lot of the traditional and regular sports media. All that helps us find more sports fans, helps more sports fans find us. Now let's get right to it. All right, this is a pretty serious episode here today, so we're talking John Morant. Like... I don't even know where to start with this, but I think I'll start here. Um, it, obviously, John Morant, he got caught up in a situation again where uh, he flashed what appeared to be a firearm, a pistol on an Instagram live video uh, over the weekend. And why is that a big deal? Because a couple of months ago, he got in the same situation where he was in the club, uh, uh, the strip joint after hours in um, uh, what Denver, Colorado, and uh, he flashed it on Instagram Live. Ended up getting a short suspension from his team, the Memphis Grizzlies. Went to uh, a quote-unquote uh, rehab facility of some sort in Florida. Was just there for maybe a couple of weeks. Uh, came back, said all the right things, got back on the floor, so on and so forth. Now, this is interesting because obviously you would have thought he would learn from that incident, right? And when I say thought he would have learned, um, that incident, to put it simply, cost him like 30 plus million dollars because he would have gotten a bonus for having made the all NBA team, but he didn't play enough games, ended up not making the all NBA team, cost him a ton of money. Okay, there's that. Um, also, now you're starting to get into a situation where potential endorsers may not want to work with you. Again, more money is costing you, right? John Morant, for all intents and purposes, everything we know, he comes from a wonderful home, two-parent household, educated parents, has worked hard, uh, come into the league, everyone thought he was a good kid, all that, right? But now we're hearing incident after incident, some uh, involving firearms, some not. But basically what we're seeing here is John Morant wants to be a goon or he wants to pretend he's a goon. Now, there's a lot of people, unfortunately, especially in the African-American community among men, some women, but uh, a lot of men who live that lifestyle. Maybe they don't want to. Maybe they feel they were forced into it. Maybe some do want to, but not most of them. I will say the vast majority of them, I'd be willing to bet, don't have a $200 million contract for the NBA sitting in front of them. And if they did, that's probably not the moves they'd be making. Right. Um, people in that community often don't like what 50 Cent calls a wankster, want to be gangster. Right. There's no reason, John Morant, for you to be doing what it appears that you're doing. You're making the wrong decisions here. Right. And um, I'm just keeping it 100. Right. Now, you're 23 years old. And I'll tell you right now, when I was 23 year old, I made a lot of dumb decisions as well. Right. But I didn't have 200 million dollars plus on the table waiting for me. Now, I, I'm, I wasn't in the street. I wasn't like toting guns and slinging drugs or doing anything crazy like that. Nothing criminal, but just, you know, doing dumb stuff. Not quite matured yet. 20 years later, I've learned a whole lot more, you know, in a lot of different ways, had a lot more life experiences. You know, they often say youth is wasted on the young. This seems to be a prime example of that. Um, 
Unfortunately, a lot of people are getting blasted for being critical of John Moran. Um, this is interesting. This is even going into the political spectrum where we see uh, some conservatives on uh, the other side of the aisle. I say on the other side of the aisle, um, you have Democrats and you have Republicans, Republicans often being the conservative ones. And they're saying, well, doesn't y'all have his Second Amendment rights to have a firearm? Yeah, all that's great. He does. And he's in a state where having a firearm is just fine. But again, when he's doing things that are against the morals clauses in his NBA contract, and doing things with said firearm that's going to cause cost him money that's where that second amendment right you need to put that down bro you need to put that down i mean seriously you got the amount of money if you're that worried about it higher security you don't i mean okay so let, let's say you got the guns right and let's say somebody comes up they want to test you you get into some altercation then what maybe you shoot somebody i don't know if tennessee's a stand your ground state or not um, but, but the point is, and hoping, hoping to goodness, I'm not at all, you know, hoping that he gets into a situation like this. I'm hoping that he doesn't, but let's just say you got these guns. You want to be a tough guy. Somebody comes up, they try to test you. They try to rob you. What have you, right? You shoot this person. Now you're in dire legal straits, right? Uh, you shoot this person or you shoot yourself or you end up getting shot. You know, some, some crazy stuff can happen. Right. And the point is John Morant, there's no need for any of that to happen. You have uh incident after incident after incident after incident now on your record and at first the grizzlies were trying to sweep it under the rug because you're such a dynamic player you put butts in the streets uh in this you put butts in the seats excuse me um you sell tons of jerseys i believe you're the youngest player on the top 10 jersey sales list in the nba right so you're the future you're a guy that's a tremendous tremendous player um who knows you could be an mvp one day you could be a champion one day but the question is does john morant want that or does he want to be in the streets with guns, right? Does he want to be, you know, playing with the toolies and doing all that stuff? Uh, again, I don't know why he would be because he's in the position that so many people dream of being in. Um, So let's check this out, right? Um, Stephen A. Smith on his No Mercy podcast was discussing this same issue. And he says that he received... Um, he received a notice from someone who is very close to Adam Silver in the league office and he read it. So I'm going to go ahead and play that and then we'll come back and discuss it. So check out what Stephen A. Smith had to say. And again, keep in mind that these comments are coming from someone in the league office who is very close to Adam Silver and Joe Dumars. Here what Stephen A. had to say. I'm a rant. Last summer. Allegedly purportedly got into a fight. With a high school kid. Went after knocking him upside his head with the same friend who was with him this time. He came, he went in his house and came outside with a gun. There's still an investigation about that. This February, he and that same friend who will remain nameless because he ain't a part of it. He, 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 he's not the story John Moran is, but that same friend, they were in Indianapolis. And there was an investigation made by the NBA because apparently his friend got into it with members of Indiana, the Indiana Pacers party, which included security, and allegedly a red laser gun was pointed at them. John Morant was in that SUV. They couldn't prove that John Morant did that. So they kind of let it go. Then you had in March. The incident where John Morant is at the strip club in Colorado. I forget the name. We're at the strip club. Okay. 
And because he's at the strip club doing his thing, making it rain, waving a gun, Memphis said, yo, suspension. NBA ultimately supported it. Eight games, over $600,000 it cost him. He's supposed to be done with that. April, he bounced out of the playoffs like by LeBron and AD. And now here we are in May. He reads you from an inside source in the NBA that has direct access to Commissioner Adam Silver, who will decide John Morant's penalty along with Joe Dumas an executive VP, a former two-time champion with the Pistons. That dude who's now a czar within the NBA league office. Let me read to you what was sent to me by someone who has direct access to both of them. You can pick up the phone and call him right now. This is what he said. Stephen A. on John Morant. Behavior detrimental to the league. Best interest of the game. Those two clauses that are relevant here. Public perception is also important. It is not a right to play in the NBA. It is a privilege. Because the NBA was so lenient in the first incident, a strong message must be sent to John Morant, his family, and his boys. Minimum half-season suspension without pay. And... If continued misbehavior exists, potential loss of his guaranteed extension. Also, as gambling becomes more profitable as a source of revenue to a league and its teams, players' character and the quote-unquote integrity of the game will be tested and become a more public issue. So the message of prevention of an outside force ever negatively affecting the outcome of a game must be delivered emphatically. Wow. So that was a lot. That was a lot. And uh, when you listen to it, a few things stood out to me. Um, now, remember, you, you have the morals clauses in these contracts and, and the, conduct, the conduct detrimental that seems to be a major major thing and conduct detrimental pretty much is a catch-all phrase that if you don't act right the league can come down with the hammer and hit you hard now hear what was said there hear what was said because of basically the leniency with which the league and the memphis grizzlies acted for josh previous infractions now they have to make an example and really lower the boom and by lowering the boom they mean a minimum of half a season unpaid suspension. Now, what does that do? That costs John more money, again, because he's not going to get paid for 41 games in a season. Again, because with the new CBA, if you don't play 65 games, you're not eligible for regular season awards, right? So that takes away his opportunity to possibly win an MVP, to possibly win uh, or make an all-NBA team, right? So that's going to cost him money. Um, clearly, with all this stuff going on, it's going to affect his ability to earn money off the court in terms of appearances, in terms of national ad campaigns and endorsement deals. All that stuff is going to be affected. Why, Ja? Because you want to be a thug, right? You got everything that most of us dream about, but you want to be a thug. You want to flash guns. And then you want to go lie to people. You want to lie to the commissioner. You want to lie to Jalen Rose. You want to lie to the American people. You want to lie to everybody. Oh, I got to be better and I got to make better choices and better decisions and blah, blah, blah. And this, that, and the third, right? 
You want to pull the wool over everybody's eyes. That's what my mom used to say. You're pulling the wool over people's eyes. Ja, you're pulling the wool over people's eyes. That's what you're doing, right? And then you still have some fools out here talking about, oh, don't worry about all that, Ja. Live your life. Live your life. Do you. Okay, okay. So um, Stephen A, he said, he said something interesting. Oh, matter of fact, it wasn't Stephen A. It was Shannon Sharp said something interesting on Undisputed yesterday. He said, all those people telling Ja go live his life and do you and all that. Which one of y'all are going to start to go fund me when Ja get himself kicked out the league or when he loses a whole year's pay because of the BS that he's on? Which one of y'all going to start to go fund me? And is that go fund me going to come up to $50 million? Right? Come on, man. I really don't understand this. I really don't understand this. And again, it's not to say that Ja's from the hood. It's not to say that Ja comes from, you know, a marginalized home, a marginalized community. He seems to have had everything that so many people want. He had two parents in his home, loving family, both of his parents educated. I believe both of them college athletes. Um, he lived in a decent neighborhood. I mean, what was he missing? Why does he want so badly to be a goon or to appear to be a goon? When you do that and you're not one, guys are going to test you. And then, like I said earlier, you get tested and God forbid something happens. Then you got even bigger problems. So what I want to hear from you is, are you with Josh? Should he do him and live his life and enjoy himself? Um, do you think that he's making huge mistakes? He's costing himself money, costing himself opportunities. What are your thoughts on John Moran in this case? What do you think should happen to him in terms of punishment from the league? Go ahead, leave your thoughts in the comments section. Can't wait to hear him. Uh, really looking forward to it. And uh, I'll catch up with you on the next episode. And I'm out. Peace.